Section number nine of the letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, volume two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Thomas Coos Kuzmarski. The letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, volume two, by Horatio Nelson. Letters from Sir William Hamilton to Lady Hamilton, letters one to nine one persano wednesday january fourth seventeen ninety two we arrived here yesterday in little more than five hours and had nearly began with a disagreeable accident for the king's horse took fright at the guard and his majesty and horse were as near down as possible however all ended well and he was as gay as possible yesterday our first chase has not succeeded though there were two wolves and many wild boars in the mena but the king would direct how we should beat the wood and began at the wrong end by which the wolves and boars escaped and we remained without shooting power however ten or twelve boars have been killed some how or other and some large ones the king's face is very long at this moment, but I dare say to-morrow's good sport will shorten it again. I was sorry, my dear M., to leave you in affliction. You must harden yourself to such little misfortunes as a temporary parting, but I cannot blame you for having a good and tender heart. Believe me, you are in thorough possession of all mine, though I will allow it to be rather tough." Let us study to make one another as comfortable as we can, and banish sorrow till to-morrow, and so on every day. You are wise enough to see the line it is proper for you to take, and have hitherto followed it most rigorously, and I assure you that I have not the least doubt of your continuing in it. Amuse yourself as well as you can, as I am doing, whilst we are separate, and the best news you can give me is that you are well and happy. My cold is already better for having passed the whole day in the open air and without human secatura. Adieu, my dear, dear Emma, I am with my love to your good mother, yours ever, and faithfully, W. H. 2. Persano, Thursday, January fifth, 1792. We got home early, and I have not yet received your daily advertiser. No sport again, in the midst of such a quantity of game, they have contrived to carry him far off, where there is none he has no other comfort to-day than having killed a wild cat and his face is a yard long however his majesty has vowed vengeance on the boars to-morrow and will go according to his own fancy and i dare say there will be a terrible slaughter the last day we are to keep all we kill and i suppose it will be night before we get home Yesterday, the courier brought the order of St. Stefano from the emperor for the prince Osberg, and the king was desired to invest him with it. As soon as the king received it, he ran into the prince's room, whom he found in his shirt and without his breeches, and in that condition was 
he decorated with the star and ribbon by his majesty who has wrote the whole circumstance to the emperor leopold may perhaps not like the joking with his first order such nonsense should certainly be done with solemnity or it becomes what it really is a little tinsel and a few yards of broad ribbon the prince entre nous is not very wise but he is a good creature and we are great friends i have wrote to mrs dickinson i forget whether you have or not if not pray do it soon for you know she is a good friend of yours i have just received your good letter i am glad they have taken the garda patana's son-in-law i insist upon smith's letting the regent of the vicaria know of his having stabbed my porter he ought to go to the galleys and my honour is concerned if this insult offered my livery is unnoticed the girl had better cry than be ill-used and her father killed adieu my sweet m yours with all my heart w h three persano friday evening january sixth seventeen ninety two i enclose our friend knight's admirable letter to you i could not refrain reading it and i am sure it was his intention i should do so having left it unsealed he is a fine fellow it was worth going to england to secure such a sensible friend you will probably have seen general werner last night this is friday night and he will have told you i am well we have been out all day in the rain I killed none, and the king and party but few. Such obstinate bad weather I really never experienced for so long a time together. You did perfectly right in buying the lamps, and I am glad the prince asked to dine with you. I am sure he was comfortably received by you. You see what devils there are in England. They wanted to stir up something against me, but our conduct shall be such as to be unattackable and I fear not an injustice from England. Twenty-seven years' service, having spent all the king's money, and all my own, besides running in debt, deserves something better than a dismission. The king has declared he will return to Naples next Saturday, night. So you know the worst, my dear Emma. Indeed, I shall embrace you most cordially, for I would not be married to any woman but yourself on earth for all the world lord a hamilton's son you see recommends a friend of his who i suppose is arrived if so receive him well adieu again yours ever w h four persano saturday night january seventh seventeen ninety two this has been one of the cruel days which attend the king's chase all the posts except the king's prince osberg donorato and priori bad we have been out all day in cold rain without seeing a boar the king has killed twenty-five and a wolf and the other good posts in proportion why not rather leave us at home than go out with the impossibility of sport but we must take the good and bad or give it up lamberg is too delicate for this business he has been in bed with a slight fever all to-day you will have another boar to-day which boar being a sow i have made a bull the sows are much better than the boars so you may keep some to eat at home and dispose of the rest to your favourite english 
I am glad all goes on so well. I never doubted your gaining every soul you approach. I am far from being angry at your feeling the loss of me so much. Nay, I am flattered, but believe me, the time will soon come that we shall meet. Years pass seemingly in an instant. Why, then, afraid of a few days? Upon the whole, we are sociable here, but we go to bed at nine and get up at five o'clock. I generally read an hour to digest my supper, but, indeed, I live chiefly on bread and butter. Salandra desires his compliments to you, as does Lamberg and Prince Osberg. Adieu, my dear Emma, ever yours, and yours alone, W.H. I send you back your two letters. Dutin's was very satisfactory. I send the papers to Smith, who will give them to you first, if you have not read them. The cold and fatigue makes my hand something like yours, which, by the by, you neglect rather too much. But, as what you write is good sense, everybody will forgive the scrawl. 5. Sunday night, January eighth, 1792. We are come in late, and I have but a moment to tell you we are well, and I have killed three large boars, a fox, and four woodcocks. Nothing pleases me more than to hear you do not neglect your singing. It would be a pity, as you are near the point of perfection. Adieu, my dearest Emma. Yours with my whole soul, W.H. 6. Persano, Monday, January 10th, 9th, 1792. Your letter of yesterday, my sweet Emma, gave me great pleasure, as I see all goes on perfectly right for you at Naples. Your business and mine is to be civil to all, and not enter into any party matters. If the Wilkinsons are not content with our civilities, let them help themselves. We have had a charming day, and most excellent sport. More than a hundred wild boars and two wolves have fallen. I killed five boars, truly monsters, and a fox. Vincenzo could not follow me today. He cannot walk two steps without being out of breath. However, I load the guns myself, and with the peasant I brought from Caserta, and another I hire here. I do very well. I fear poor Vincenzo will not hold long. If he chooses it, I mean to send him to Naples, to consult Nudie. General Werner, Prince of Hesse, and Count Zeitscher are here since last night. They brought me your compliments. Lamberg is still confined. Amuse yourself, my dear Emma, and never doubt of my love. Yours ever, W.H. 7. Persano, Tuesday, January 10th, 1792. The day has been so thoroughly bad that we have not been able to stir out, and the king, of course, in bad humor. I am not sorry to have a day's repose, and I have wrote my letters for to-morrow's post. Lamberg is still in bed with a fever, and Prince Osberg's eyes are a little inflamed with cold and fatigue. My cold was renewed a little yesterday, but a good night's rest and quiet day has set all to rights again. Vincenzo was so bad yesterday that he could not follow me, and was blooded. He is better to-day, but he will never serve more except to load my guns at the post. He cannot walk a mile without being out of breath. I am glad you have been at the academy, and in the great world. It is time enough for you to find out 
that the only real comfort is to be met with at home. I have been in that secret some time. You are certainly the most domestic young woman I know, but you are young and most beautiful, and it would not be natural if you did not like to shew yourself a little in public. The effusion of tenderness, with regard to me, in your letter, is very flattering. I know the value of it, and will do all I can to keep it alive. We are now one flesh, and it must be our study to keep that flesh as warm and comfortable as we can. I will do all in my power to please you, and I do not doubt of your doing the same towards me. Adieu, my dear Emma, having nothing interest to write, and, as you insist upon hearing from me every day, you must content yourself with such a stupid letter as this. Your ladyship's commands shall always be punctually obeyed by, dear madame, your ladyship's most obedient and faithful servant, W. Hamilton. 8. Persano, Wednesday, 11th January, 1792. I have just received your letter, and, as I always do, with infinite pleasure. I hope you received twelve wood biddies to-day, and to-morrow you will have a wild boar, all left to your discretion. No talk of returning yet. We must complete sixteen days shooting, and one day has been lost by bad weather. We had a good day, and tolerable sport. I have killed two, and one of the largest boar I have seen yet here. Vincenzo, they say, will be well in a day or two, as it is only a cold. I fear it more serious. The king has killed twenty-one boars to-day, and is quite happy. The Germans all drink tea with me every evening. Lamberg is better. Adieu, my ever-dear Emma. We are always in a hurry, though we have absolutely nothing to do but kill, examine, and weigh wild boars. I assure you that I shall rejoice when I can embrace you once more. A picture would not content me. Your image is more strongly represented on my heart than any that could be produced by human art. Your most affectionate husband, W.H. 9. Persano, Thursday night, January twelfth, 1792. Never put yourself in a hurry, my dear Emma. I have got your two kind letters. Send for Gasparo, and give your orders, that the servants attend your call and let him discharge them if they do not. You are my better half, and may command. Translate this part of the letter to him. We have had good sport to-day, though the bad weather came on at eleven o'clock. Fifty-four wild boars have been killed. I had seven shot, and killed five, three of which are enormous. I dispose of the boar I send you to-day, as you think proper. I always thought Rispoli a dirty fellow, but what has he done of late? As to your mother's going with you to the English parties, very well, but believe me, it will be best for her, and more to her happiness, to stay at home, than go with you to the Neapolitan parties. The king is in good humor to-day, as I foretold. We continue to dine at eight at night, and have nothing from breakfast to that hour, but I give tea and bread and butter, of which Prince Osberg and Lamberg partake with pleasure. The prince, having no opportunity of making love, does nothing but talk of his new flame, which is Lady A. Hatton. 
I put him right, for he thought she spelt her name with two R instead of two T. I rejoice at your having April again. Pray tell him so, for I know the rapid progress you will make under his care. My cold is near gone. The worst is, my room smokes confoundedly, and so do all the other rooms except the king's. Adieu, my dear Emma. Amuse yourself as well as you can.